Good morning, if good is the word for it. I'm Mike Fisher, your trusty and trusted reporter on the Dallas Cowboys. 34 years on this beat, and for you, maybe never more disappointed. This is the fishbowl in snowy Frisco. That is the star, and plans today at the star have changed. A couple promises before we get to this morning's top 10, uh, and a note there is no off season. Uh, we said that last night uh, in the snowy parking lot at AT&T Stadium. Thank you, by the way, for watching our two late night videos last night. Go grab them from the stadium, if you please, inside and out. Uh, Bree Amaranthus also down on the field last night, so we'll have that for you as well. Players go to Cancun. Uh, and uh, the Cowboys players right now, it doesn't seem like they deserve it, but players go to Cancun or wherever. I'm not saying that uh, I'm not going somewhere, that Marsha's not going to drag me off somewhere. I'm not saying that you don't deserve a vacation, but now the other season begins. That's one promise to you. Another promise. There'll be no sugarcoating here. Somebody uh, tweeted me yesterday, oh, Fish, I suppose you're going to defend. What, are you out of your mind? This was the 50 to nothing. And many of you tweeted that at me, by the way. Thanks for uh, paying attention to what we do here on the Fish Report and CowboysSI.com. This was 50 to nothing. This is 50 to nothing. This is the football disaster scenario. We'll focus this morning largely on the game with some big picture stuff mixed in but we've got plenty of time today we'll do fish at six every night weeknights uh here on the channel we'll do breakfast at fishinies every morning and more whenever we damn please so let's begin first of all a prequel 12 and 5 bubbling over with honors and superlatives and hope ruined again by a playoff collapse not a playoff loss. Almost everybody sustains a playoff loss. This was pretty much without precedent. That's what Jerry Jones has to think about, is thinking about, is pretending that he wasn't thinking about during the game. He was. That's what he's got to consider. This isn't just another loss. This is Dak Prescott, and yeah, here we go, and they went nowhere. This is tripping and falling. Not on the ice. It's just powder. And it's humiliating. 48 to 32. And again, I'm going to, I almost want to just call this 50 to nothing. I almost want to remember this, not as 48 to 32, because that makes it sound like, woo, and some people are already fooled. And if you, if you think Dak Prescott had a good game, number one, watch the game instead of the box score. And two, come with me and come ask him, because you're wrong. He was terrible. Yeah, but he threw terrible. Yeah, but they scored terrible. Yeah, but there will be no yeah, buts. There will be no sugarcoating. That building was stunned. 
95,000 people built. By the way, uh, for those of you in the national media or cowboy haters or whoever who are making fun of fans who left early, F you. It's 13 degrees here. Okay? It's six o'clock at night. It's 13 degrees. It's snowing. DFW does not have the equipment, the wherewithal to take care of icy roads. And I just paid a skillion dollars to come to this game and I'm losing 50 to nothing. It's my ticket. It's my money. It's my dark drive home in the ice. I'm leaving. Sorry if you don't like it. This is the most points the Cowboys have ever allowed in a playoff game. This is the first time a seven seed ever beat a two. Diddly diddly dink. What? In many ways, this is the biggest playoff upset in NFL history. Jerry, uh, this is the most painful because well, I had such great expectations and hope for this team. And when I'm doing my uh, fantastic Jerry imitation, I'm giving it more energy than he had. 81, drained and weary. Dak Prescott, shocked. I sucked. Dak, how are you going to get past this and fix this? Dak, I wish I had that answer for you. This was a embarrassing loss. This is a comprehensive loss. Big Mike likes to talk about uh, complimentary football, all three phases. Oh, yeah. I mean, all three phases. All three phases. Hand and glove. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, here we choke. I don't throw around the word choke very loosely. But I look like an idiot for saying that all oh, pressure, it's, the pressure's on everybody. The, the, the Packers come in here and, and pee their pants yellow. And of course, you wouldn't know that they peed their pants because their pants are already yellow. Eh, yeah, I'm probably wrong on that one. Welcome to a cold, dark winter in DFW. Here's your reverse top 10. Number 10. Good news? I don't know. Um, pitchers and catchers report on February 14th. Item nine. A thorough, a, a thorough dismantling from the very start, Packers win the coin toss. They take the ball. Second and 10 at their own 25. Right? Sack. Would have been third and long, and you're good. Oh, illegal contact, defense, Drawn Bland, automatic first down. 10 plays later. It's a grind it out, but clutch. 7-0 lead. 
And three hours later, it's 50 to nothing. All the ladies now are having, uh, they're, they're, they're sewing hats for each other and they're taking jerseys and cutting them up and making them into uh, underwear. And uh, by the way, I don't think the NFL, you better have a license for that. I don't think the NFL likes it when you, if you're selling their jerseys after you scissored them up. So there's uh, Simone Biles and she's there with her boyfriend and, and there's Taylor Swift and she's wearing the jacket. And uh, so they got Taylor Swift and they got Simone Biles and we got Dolly Parton. But we also have rules around here. Uh, in the Uncle Fish story, you'll notice that all our uh, fashion statements are absolutely legal. <laughs> Item seven. The big chill. 16 in a row. Hadn't lost at home since September of 2022. You didn't have to deal with the elements. You didn't have to deal with travel. You didn't have to deal with playing a superior team. You didn't have to deal with grass. You didn't have injuries. The, you know, the Packers, they didn't have A.J. Dillon. Uh, and their best defensive player, Alexander, played on one ankle. Uh, their playmaking wide receiver, Watson, right? He played. And Alexander beat the living hell out of your wide receivers on one angle, one ankle. And I mean beat him because he outplayed him, beat him up. And one of the 50, because it's 50 to nothing, the final score, one of the 50 most disturbing things about this, you got bullied again. Same way you did against San Francisco, same way it did against San Francisco. And we've talked about over the years now how the tone setter for the 49ers in bullying you was Debo. A wide receiver bullied you and set the tone. If you're an all 22 guy or you, I don't, I don't blame you if you don't ever want to watch this game again. Go watch Jair Alexander beat you up and you didn't respond. He beat up your wide receivers on one leg and your wide receivers shrunk and shriveled in the cold like a nippy testicle. <laughs> Item six, empty numbers. Don't you dare. And I've been I, I, I've talked a great deal about Dak Prescott and, and the positives of him as a person and a player. Don't you dare trick yourself into thinking, well, he threw for 403 yards. What's the problem? <laughs> Stop it. William in Weatherford. <laughs> You're a moron. He was terrible. Jake Ferguson played and he had those Cavender sisters wearing their half shirts and the sweets. He played like he cared. And played well. It's a good combination. I'm not saying other guys didn't care, but there's nobody else that played well and cared. Maybe nobody performed well and cared from the coach all the way down to the kicker. What the heck? 
That is an extremely deceiving 403 yards, the three touchdown passes to Jake. That's the best tight end performance by a Cowboy tight end ever in the playoffs. Ten catches, three touchdowns. The Cowboys, by the way, you want to sugarcoat it? You want to sugarcoat it? You go ahead. Cowboys won the second half, 25 to 21. Yay! The Cowboys stuffed the stat book in the regular season, and now it means nothing. And Dak stuffed the stat book. By the way, not he didn't pad his stats. It wasn't on purpose. He's trying to come back. But that is the emptiest 400-yard passing game you will ever see. <laughs> Item five, the Ice Bowl. Maybe the Packers bring that weather here. Maybe it's their fault. But they run this building. You know what the Packers' record is in this building now, don't you? Whether they're playing in a Super Bowl against the Steelers, whether they've got Aaron Rodgers, or the whether they've got wait a minute now, Jordan Love. They're six and zero in your building. Uh, this goes down to me as I'm doing the math. This is the second coldest. Cowboy home game of all time. But, of course, we're inside. Uh, Cowboys 1989 finale at Texas Stadium. That was the toilet bowl. That's where the all the pipes broke. And it was around zero degrees there. And then you remember the Super Bowl, the Arctic blast turned us into bad. And we haven't had a Super Bowl since. Item four. <laughs> Going back and reviewing just some of the some of the dumb stuff. Some of the dumb stuff and some of the dumb numbers. Wabasabi, welcome in. And by the way, I, I appreciate that you guys have been here with me all year, two years. Uh, and I and I do hope that we're sticking together now. I'm gonna need you. And uh, I hope you need me. Nick P. $5 pitching. Jimmy Johnson at halftime showed what the Cowboys used to be. They're, I thought it was a great show by Jimmy. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the point was. You know, Jimmy and I are besties now. I mean, it's not like that can somehow transfer into the locker room, but I thought it was a good show. And I don't blame Cowboy fans of a certain vintage for going, why can't we have that? What, what we don't know is maybe it did have something like that in the locker room, but you didn't have that because there's only one Jimmy Johnson. Randy Hoffman. Yeah. Uh, and again, fire Dak is a different... Fire McCarthy is a conversation. Fire McCarthy is a difficult conversation, but a very doable thing. Not so much the salary cap quarterback. Different deal. Different deal. And you know that. And again, I understand the emotion. I understand the emotion of some people. And then I also understand that there are, there's plenty of Cowboy fans who aren't here, who aren't as astute on the, on the realities of Dak Prescott and the contract. And by the way, 
Well, well, let, let's get to it here in 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 our in our dumbfounding, brain numbing numbers. Zero takeaways. That wide receiver core is kind of a bunch of guys. And obviously Jordan Love is on the come. Zero takeaways. Did you get a sack? Micah. Be phenomenal or be forgotten is what he said coming in. I'm going to be effing phenomenal. Be phenomenal or be forgotten. There is a danger, if you will, of being the guy who talks the most. Because then when it doesn't happen, we're going to talk about you the most. Micah showed up in a Waterboy jersey. And, you know, and, and if you know the backstory here, when he was six years old and started playing football, he, he didn't know what he was doing, but he did that. He did the Bobby Boucher. He just went and crushed kids. And they started calling him the water boy. It's cool and it's funny. And he's got the jersey. So he wore it to the game. In terms of his production, he didn't look like the water boy in the movie. He just looked like the water boy. Like the guy that's supposed to bring out the rack of Gatorades. I'm not saying he did nothing. I am saying, hooray, he got call. He got a call. Somebody held him. Woo, let's throw a parade because that's what he's been begging for all year. Will somebody please call a flag? Okay, good, you got it. A flag was called. Now, where are you? This is something you might not care about, but I do, and I'll go into more depth at another time why I care and why I think you should. Obviously, this was devastating to people like Micah Parsons, who, who you know, they put their heart and soul in this. Fellas, you can't talk Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I mean talk, I mean yap. I got podcasts. I'm going on TV. I'm done doing over here. I got this. I got a TV commercial. I'm going to tell you, I'm bragging about this. I have an opinion about Taylor Swift. I have an opinion about World War II. I want to tell you, um, this is my favorite color. And you, you, and then when you lose, you sneak out the back door. Micah Parsons, last night, wearing his Bobby Boucher jersey to uh as far as the 75 member staff's attempts to visit with him, did not do media and he snuck out the bad door. You can't be the number one talker in football. Micah Parsons is the number one mouth in football. And then decide that you're going to close your mouth when the going gets tough. And I've said it before. And I'm going to say it even more forcefully now. Whoever's in charge of working over or with Micah Parsons next year, whether it's a new head coach, whether Dan Quinn stays, by the way, uh, that wasn't a good resume builder for Dan Quinn. I'm a little less worried today that Dan Quinn's leaving. If you're the Seattle Seahawks, maybe that doesn't change anything. You, you know what Dan Quinn is. You've known him for 15 years. Maybe that doesn't change anything, but 
it certainly changes public perception of Dan Quinn and should. Who's ever working over or with Micah Parsons demand next year that he quits doing a podcast. It is embarrassing. Regardless of 50 to nothing, it's embarrassing. You want to be, you want to go into broadcasting after your career? Good. You got, you got 12 years from now to practice it. Cowboys ran a lot on second down against a pass defense that on paper wasn't going to stop you. Dak and CeeDee Lamb. Somebody asked him after the game, were you guys on edge a little bit? No, no, we're fine. It's not what I saw. Instead of looking like a top five MVP voting guy, which I think Dak will be, and a wide receiver who should be, I mean, all pro and should be on the short list of offensive player of the year. They, they, they look like they were just getting to know each other and not liking each other very much either. <laughs> Mike McGon, item three. In 2018, the Packers fired Mike McCarthy after he'd won a Super Bowl previously, obviously. In 2024, they might have just gotten him fired again. I'm going to say to you, and I'm going to say this often, because this is the 50 to nothing thing. If you really, media member, are trying to tell me that you saw this coming, Josh R., $5 pitching. Felt like Dan Quinn was already packing his bags for Seattle. That just can't be, but I don't blame you for saying that. Uh, RS, multiple plays with Packers, wide receivers, and tight ends wide open. Wide open. Stale offense. No energy. Lamb horrible. I can never... Uh, somebody asked Mike McCarthy about being flat, and he, he, he said, yeah. He, I think he said kind of like, yeah, we were flat across the board. How can that be? How can 70 people all be flat? But yeah, there, there's no question. The scheming guys open. Did the Packers scheme guys open or did they just get open? RS, it's a good point. Broad. Stephen A. Smith did not see it coming. Adam Schefter did not see it coming. Nobody saw 50 to nothing coming. Can you imagine the money that ESPN personalities would have made had, had they actually bet? The odds against the Packers getting ahead 27 to nothing, you, you, it would have been, you, you, could have, you could have bet a dollar and made a million. There's zero chance of that. But, but if this morning, you guys, not you guys, Bristol, the uh, Bristol, uh, the actors at the Bristol Community Theater want to pretend that they saw this coming and that it all added up to Belichick all year long. We've been trying to tell you uh, the moving, if that's what you're telling me now, that you knew it all the time, good, good for you. You're smarter than I am. Congratulations. And I'm, I mean, I'm semi-serious.
if you if if you're actually pretending, by the way, Schefter yesterday morning was saying some people say Belichick, McCarthy, Dallas. Sunday night, he was saying sources say sources. No, he said, sources have been telling me all year. Some people became sources. You're being hoodwinked. The speculation about McCarthy's job security, you, you could say, well, you know, Jerry left it open-ended and, and that he may, maybe that he was savvy enough to do it, <clears throat> to do it that way by saying, we'll see how, you know, we got playoff games, we'll see. I still say that it was wise of Jerry not to come out last week and say, we're working on a contract extension <clears throat> under no circumstance. Are we divorcing Mike McCarthy? Because there are circumstances, and I've given you the two of them, the two real ones. Well, here, the, here's the three circumstances. I'll do it again. One, the coach and his boss get in a gigantic pissing match. And it just cannot be resolved. Two, the coach loses the locker room. By the way, sidebar, Dak Prescott after the game saying, if you're going to fire him, might as well fire me. He, he, he was saying that in support of the coach. Good. And three, if you lose a football disaster in which you lose 50 to nothing. So that's why, that's why it was wise of Jerry Jones not to say, under uh, no matter what, don't say that. No matter what, we're keeping them. Don't say that, can't say that, shouldn't say that. Because 50 to nothing means you better take a look at it. Jerry did divorce Jimmy after consecutive Super Bowls. Jerry did fire Chan Gailey after consecutive playoff seasons. Uh, Jerry did can Wade Phillips 10 months after a playoff win. And item two, Belichick. Before we get into, there was a plan today. Pretty soon, Jerry, Stephen, Will, Big Mike, the entire staff would be around the big round table. And they'd be quickly, they'd be, they'd be celebrating and then turn the page to Lions. The schedule has changed. Jerry will be, the, and he said, use the word dismiss. Uh, and what he meant is we, 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 say our, we say our goodbye to the players. So Jerry oversees a meeting with all the players, then the players meet with their position coaches, and then off to Cancun they go. Jerry used the word dismiss. And of course, I don't blame you if you're like, well, you're damn right, you should dismiss the coach is who you dismiss. Now there's going to be a McCarthy meeting. And because of the weather, it's a little bit up in the air. Today's schedule is a little bit up in the air. But, but it wasn't originally scheduled this way. It is now. McCarthy, I'm going to call it a come to Jerry meeting. Get it? You're from Texas. Get it? Come to Jerry. Thank you. I made that up myself. I'm a professional sports writer. 
I just want us to make sure we're asking this question as we listen to the sycophants, the suck-ups, and the water-carrying FOBs, friend of Bill Belichick. He's 71. He hasn't coached a good football team in five years. This year may be the worst program in football, definitely the worst offense in football. You sure? I know that that the FOBs are like, well, he's definitely better than McCarthy. You sure? Because not for the last five years, he hadn't been. If you're really going to do this, you need to think in a non-linear way. And I know that's difficult for the actors who perform uh, at the... Uh, at the Bristol Community Theater. You, 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 you can't, if you're gonna fire Mike McCarthy, you cannot do it like this. You gotta do it like that. Those are blinders, by the way. McCarthy, Harbaugh, Belichick, Quinn, Ben Johnson, Dion. All of them and all of it. Not one candidate. Now, uh, Jerry was asked about, about the timetable, about the idea that, listen, you know, these other teams are already interviewing these guys. You know, do you need to kind of hurry and get in line? And he, he basically said, uh, there's 32 teams. There's thousands of coaches out there. Okay, good. That, then, Jerry, you go ahead and take a look at a thousand coaches. But when he said that, it echoed back to me, spring of 1994, Jerry in Florida. Uh, there's 500 coaches who coach his team to a Super Bowl. And the next thing you know, Jimmy's gone and Switzer's in. Echoes. And finally... I've been asked a thousand times and, and, and you've asked yourself the same question. Yes, uh, DB, right, Antonio Pierce. I mean, line him up. Nick, Jerry won't be able to resist Belichick breaking the all-time coaching record. Valid. Right down the line. There's, right now, there's no bad answers when you're saying, who should the Cowboys consider if they're going to fire Mike McCarthy? Who should they consider? There is not a bad answer. There's not a wrong answer. I can lend you some insight into some of them. Deion Sanders has come on this show and told us what's what. Bobby Sloan, not a bad answer. There's no, uh, Mike Vrabel, not a bad answer. In fact, again, Belichick, Harbaugh, Vrabel, You got to start there. You start at the top of the pyramid and nobody's ever thought of Jim Harbaugh in Dallas. But if you're going to think about firing Mike McCarthy, you better think about that. Uh, 
I'm I'm not laughing at the idea of Jason Witten because I know what Jerry Jones thinks of him. Michael Doyle, Harbaugh is a bad man. If you mean he's a bad person, I don't care. What do you care? Understand this. If you fire McCarthy and go outside to hire anybody, you will be starting over. Jim Harbaugh is not going to come here and run the Texas Coast offense, is he? Bill Belichick might. Bill Belichick might come here and say, I, I, "I'm keep my." He might keep shot. I, I don't even know, know if they know each other. He might keep Schottenheimer and say, "You run the offense." I don't know. Um, Bill Belichick obviously hasn't moved in 24 years. I'll tell you this: the Atlanta Falcons want to do Bill Belichick, and I've been told that they are prepared for him to do it his way. He'll it, it, it all. It'll be all his guys. So. That, that'll be a Belichick staff. It will not be a Falcons, a Falcons Patriots combo staff, it'll be a Belichick staff. So I assume the same thing would be coming here. So how does this happen? The numbers said it wouldn't happen. Uh, the, the talent said it wouldn't happen. We can't say the momentum, whatever that is, said it wouldn't happen because the Packers did have that. What this does, this result, 50 to nothing, does, is cause everybody involved to question every single thing they think. And that means you, and that means me, but most of all, that means them. Please accept my invitation to stick with us all day long. We will keep you warm by the Cowboy NFL Fire uh, at CowboysSI.com, where you were incredible for me last night, and I thank you for that. And then here on the Fish Report, we are, as always, we're not we're 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 not off seasoning yet at all. Uh, straight dope, no bulls, fish out. No.